This is from Newer with Love, the podcast that aims to help you discover the light within you because you're awesome, living the life you deserve and loving who you are. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everyone and welcome to the very first episode of From Newer with Love. I'm so excited to have you guys listening and joining me on this journey. I want to take a moment to discuss with you why I decided to start this podcast. It comes from a very deep desire to help other people discover the best of themselves. I like to call it the light within you. Uh, Maybe it sounds a little bit corny, but I really believe that we all have a light emanating from inside of ourselves that sometimes becomes a little bit dimmed by negative thoughts or things that have happened in our lives. And throughout the years, I have myself gone through a lot of personal trials and tribulations, alhamdulillah, and I've developed some tools that have really helped benefit me to become a better version of myself. And I decided to start this podcast in order to share those tools with my listeners. Let's kick off today's show with negative thought patterns. What are they and how do they influence our life? Negative thought patterns are a set of core beliefs that you have internalized and come to believe about yourself. And they're reoccurring negative thought that lead to a certain pattern of behavior that's not beneficial for you. I've always been a person who's been kind of obsessed with why why, why. So in my own search, in my own journey to break free of the negative thinking pattern, I asked myself why, why do I feel this way? And where does it come from? Because discovering the root cause of what is driving your negative thinking pattern is essential to breaking free from it. In my case, what was very important was honing in on the emotion that was triggering the negative thinking pattern. Because what you'll find is before you even have the negative thought, there is an emotion that precedes it. In my case, that was emo- that emotion was fear. Fear of I'm not good enough. Fear of everyone discovering that I'm a fake. Fear of being abandoned, not being loved. So for example... I took this with me in all my interactions in life and it became such a subconscious automatic thing that I wouldn't even feel the emotion anymore, but instead would just have the negative thought, which I wouldn't even be able to pinpoint anymore because everything had become so automatic and it just seemed as if I was having a reaction, a behavior that wasn't beneficial to me but everything that went in front of it kind of got lost in the mix. So I really needed to take time and understand what it was that I was feeling. And in order to do that, I needed to train myself to actually let myself experience the emotion. Now, how do you do do that? Have to practice, slow it down. And quite often you might be working backward. So for example, in my own life, what I found was maybe I again experienced the behavior that I was trying to avoid. And what I would do is try to understand, okay, what happened? What were you thinking just before you did X, Y, and Z? 
And what were you feeling before that? And by going through this exercise over and over and over again, I was able to really hone in on that emotion of fear. And then I began to experience the fear before the negative thought. And by by being able to experience the fear before I experienced the negative thought, I was able to change the negative thought. What is really essential is understanding the root cause of the, the negative thinking pattern, which is often an emotion that triggers it, understanding what that thinking pattern is and being able to identify it, understanding the pattern of behavior that follows it. So in my case, as I explained, I didn't feel worthy. But before I could even say I am worthy, I needed to give myself the space to get to that point. So what became my extremely powerful positive thought is accept the best from yourself for yourself. Because I couldn't even get to the point of I am worthy because I couldn't accept that for myself. So I created the positive thought of accept the best from yourself for yourself. And it really was a game changer. I repeated it over and over throughout the day. And then I trained myself to repeat it during those moments of negativity, during those low moments when I was beating myself up. And that's why I said you need to be able to identify the emotion, the thought, and then the behavior. And by being able to train myself when I was in that negative thought, I became able to break the pattern of destructive, unbeneficial behavior. Now, it takes a lot of time. It won't be something that you immediately achieve. It'll be something that requires a lot of consistency, a lot of hard work, a lot of determination. You'll stumble and you'll fall. But the most important thing is cultivate beautiful words, especially for yourself. So by this, uh, having this idea of cultivating beautiful words, what I would do is when I would catch myself in a negative thought, either about myself or someone else, I would say, how can I change this into something beautiful? Let's take these negative words and cultivate them into beautiful words. And I especially did this regarding myself, because what you'll find is when you start cultivating beautiful words for yourself, it becomes easier to cultivate beautiful words towards others. Because when you start moving from a negative thinking pattern, and you break free of that negative thinking pattern, and you replace it with a positive thinking pattern, what you'll find is that you'll, you'll start to believe it and you'll start to see the world around you in a more truthful, positive light. I want to go back to cultivating the positive thinking pattern. What is important is repetition because the negative thinking pattern became such a deeply rooted part of you. You internalized it as, it, as did I because it was something that was repeated. So what I did was constantly repeating the positive thinking, new thought that I was replacing the negative thought with. 
accept the best from yourself for yourself. You are worthy. And that is such a powerful one. And I began to realize how deeply rooted my sense of unworthiness was because when I would say you are worthy, I would feel this fear emanating from my stomach. I would have tears in my eyes as if every negative thought that I ever felt about myself were tied up in those words. And it was terrifying. I was afraid of saying those words. That's why I dialed it back, started with accept the best from yourself for yourself. And once I was able to do that, I was able to accept that I am worthy and to say I am worthy and to feel that I am worthy and to break free of the negative thinking pattern that was telling me that I wasn't worthy and to break free of the negative behavior caused by the negative thinking pattern that was leading to people treating me as if I were unworthy because the negative behavior that we cultivate ourselves often re reinforce what we already believe about ourselves internally. And what I found is that as I replaced my negative thinking pattern with positive thinking, positive behavior, people became more drawn to me than they were already. And the relationships that I had started to develop a new layer of love, one that I was desperate for, but my behavior wasn't allowing me to experience in the past. A very difficult behavior for me to change was allowing myself to be vulnerable. I would put a wall up around me and make it difficult for people to come near me. So of course, this led to people keeping a distance. And quite often when they did get close to me, I would get the response of, oh, but you're so nice and so sweet. I didn't think you were like that at all. And when you hear this feedback over and over again, I started to really realize, well, what is it that I'm putting out there to make people feel that they are should be afraid of me, which is feedback that I quite often got, oh, I was afraid of you. Realized that it was making myself vulnerable. Being vulnerable is something that I still struggle with. However, what I do is now I have the tools. I feel the emotion. I hear the negative thought. I know the behavior that I want to jump into putting up the wall, but I'm able to stop myself. I'm able to go through that process and I'm able to better determine what is needed in this, in this scenario. And what I have come to realize is allowing myself to be vulnerable is something that has become more natural and something that has become more fulfilling and that has led to me being a happier, more peaceful, positive person because I'm being more real with myself and I'm allowing myself to be more real with others. One of the results of not being able to allow myself to be vulnerable in the past was that people didn't show me the affection that I was desperately needing. The more I didn't get shown affection, the more I put up a wall. So that negative behavior was actually causing behavior in other people that was reaffirming what I believed about myself. So it wasn't serving me. 
it was keeping me away from affection. But when I allow myself to be vulnerable, I get the affection that I want and that I need because we are all social creatures and we all have our needs. Most wonderful thing that came out of it was I was able to give the affection that I need for myself, not becoming overly dependent on other people for my self-esteem, for my self-love, for my self-caring. I really slowly started to love myself, which isn't always something easy to do, which takes time. And that's where accept the best from yourself for yourself really came in. Because in moments where I may want to deny myself, that that positive thought would pop up because I had trained myself to let it pop up in those moments. And then I would ask myself, well, what is the best? Give it to yourself then. And that could be a new shirt, which I wasn't buying to fill some hole because that wouldn't be accepting the best from yourself for yourself to taking a moment to relax well, you know, this is my relaxation time or saying no to a friend because maybe it was something that I didn't really want to do. Cultivating these positive thoughts, a byproduct of that is the cultivation of self-love. And what is extremely important is consistency. It is hard. It is terrifying you will stumble and fall. You will feel like you have failed. Consistent. Get back up. Keep moving forward. Analyze your process. See where you are in the process. And once again, be consistent. The Prophet, peace be upon him, has told us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the consistent good deed, albeit small. Allah loves consistency. And one way to elevate this healing to a new height is to do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Change your intention from wanting to heal yourself for yourself to wanting to heal in order to please your creator. That adds a powerful dimension to it because now it's no longer something that you do only for yourself but it's something that you're doing to improve yourself in order to draw closer to your creator. One last thought that I want to leave you with is that it takes time. We live in a world that's all about instant gratification, doing things quickly, getting results yesterday. Healing and change requires time. It requires you giving yourself the time, being consistent, analyzing where you are in the process, keep moving forward, and give yourself time. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this very first episode from Noor with Love. I leave you with peace, love, and blessings. And I ask the creator of the universe, the Lord of the worlds, to shower you in joy and happiness. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And I'll see you on the next episode. My name is Noor M. Fox, and you have been listening to From Noor with Love. Much love.